0: to episode three of Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian.
1: I'm oh, Stephanie.
0: And today we have uh, two guests. We have uh, Josh and Kim joining us and they're with uh, All of Me Fitness. I got that right, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are going to talk to them today about fitness. They have their own uh, lifestyle fitness uh, uh, coaching uh, brand that they have here in Orlando. And they uh, they are Stephanie's trainers, so or really Kim is yeah. Stephanie's trainer. And Kim is
1: Scott. my trainer, but you know I I've adopted Josh as well. <laughs> he, he, it's kind of a two for one package. It's a two for one. Deal. It, it's it's great. It's a two for one deal because you get the you know you get the two brains. They yeah. get to bounce ideas off yeah. of each other. This awesome. true. You know, voice to each other and complain about me and <laughs> you know, try to figure out how to make it work. I so, guess
0: two trainers is better than one. Always, yeah. yeah. So, so Stephanie, uh, start us off with, I know you last year started your fitness journey, so tell uh, us a little bit about how you got to meet Kim.
1: Um, in January of 2017, I decided that I wanted to lose weight, you know, I just got to a point, you know, everyone thinks you need to like, it's hard to find the motivation, but it's like inside you have to be the one that's ready, you can't, It can't be your boyfriend, It can't be your mom, It can't be... Your doctor. It can't be anybody telling you. It's like something that you just have to decide in your mind and be ready to go for. So I found this app, and I believe it was called FitBet, where you like go online and you you on this app and like you, a bet. Yes, not like bet. a oh, bet. B E T. So you basically pay, I think, like thirty dollars, and there's multiple groups. You can join a group. You pay thirty dollars. You like take a picture with. With like a word that they give you and the scale and there's, depending on the group that you join, it's like different goals. So whoever meets their goal during that challenge time, so I think the one I joined was like some New Year's resolution type thing. So it was from January 1st to the 31st. And whoever makes the goal gets a cut of the money. So say 100 people join and only 10 people make the goal. Then the 10 people split split the money that was made from everyone that joined the group. Okay, So I was like, let me start with this. That was like my first step. And then I was like going to the gym at my apartment and just doing endless cardio and eating one salad a day and eating two Slim Fast shakes. And I did this for... January, February, March, April, May, June, July, like eight months. I remember because then you got, you
0: kind of got to a place where it kind of just I was stopped. losing
1: like three, four pounds a week. I was loving it. Everyone was loving me. They were like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, tell me. And, but then I got to a point where I was like not losing any weight and I was just feeling like, ugh. So him, uh, Brian and I went on a little tour of the gym that's near us And, you know, I was inquiring for personal training and that's where I was directed to Kim. And so I've been training with her since October. And, you know, I still have, you know, definitely have um, some boundaries. Um, Things aren't still going the way that I want them to go. But, you know, Kim has directed me to an awesome lifestyle, like just motivating me, like letting me know what's You know, what I was doing was, like, not really good. Like, crash dieting, like, just doing endless amounts of cardio is just not always the way to do it. I mean, sometimes you have to find a step, whichever step that may be for you. If that's it, that's good. But, you know, there's, you have to seek a professional at some point. And Kim was that professional for me.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So That's how we met.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's where our love affair started, for sure. So, uh, just to get a little bit of, um, you know, just to get things rolling, we just wanted to ask you guys just some fun, like lighthearted questions. Um, so since we're going to be talking about lifestyle stuff, um, what is your, what is your guilty pleasure? Kim, you, you to well, oh, start Oh, well, I first. have
2: a guilty pleasure. Chocolate. Um, chocolate? 100%. <laughs> chocolate is my guilty pleasure. Um, but you know. Josh and I are firm believers that it's all about, um, living a healthy lifestyle and signs of a healthy eater is being able to eat those foods in moderation.
1: Moderation. So,
2: um, I, I guess I wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure cause I don't feel guilty when I have it. you can it. have it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate. Oh, milk
2: chocolate. 100%. Milk chocolate, okay. hmm Ice cream yeah. preferably.
0: <laughs> not Halo Top, the full fatty no, stuff No,
1: not Halo Top, it has to
2: be the Ben & Jerry's Okay, so,
0: so while we're on, we're on the top of Halo Top So what's your thoughts of Halo Top?
2: We love Halo really Top, have... we think it's a good uh, supplement For the everyday ice cream like Ben & Jerry's It's half the calories, right. you actually have some protein yeah. in there It's a For those ice cream lovers It's a g- great way to still get some type of snack That has a little bit of a sweet taste right. To kind of appease yeah. those cravings yeah.
3: But I think, um, like she said Moderation is the key, right? There's this this concept called the healthy halo and it's people put these healthy labels on food and think that it means that they can just eat Eat as much as they want you know so i think for me i think um you have to have some self-awareness with knowing yourself you know what i mean so like if you know like yo this is my my guilty pleasure or my trigger food and if i have a little bit of it it's just gonna I i won't be able to stop it until it you know, until it stops me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think um, you got to be, be real with yourself. You got to be real with yourself. And, like, you know, that's something I've been working on. But, like, I know myself. I know that. And I get mad at her when she brings stuff in the house because, like, I'm going to eat it. Like, there's no, like, if I see it, it's going to get ate. You know, so, like because your your diets are are different
1: yes they're
3: very different (laughs) we have different goals at the moment so it's always a little challenging
1: that's something Um, i found that was very easy for me uh once i got deep into my diet i was uh was in the midst of a breakup so i was living alone well then i moved in with brian and um you know being alone really helps you like gain control like it helps you like just have tunnel vision to your goals yeah. because nobody else is like, I know people can lift you up, but people can also drag you down. So, so she's basically so saying, basically. I, I brought,
0: I brought shit. You drag her down.
1: <laughs> but no, uh, at the same time, he, his goals harder. were kind of in line with mine. That's right. why he came to the gym with yeah. me that day. He just decided to go with a different gym that's closer to his office. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we started food prep together and we started, um, you know, yeah, Going we that took direction. a journey. Yeah,
0: we t- our journey's kind of aligned there. Okay, Josh, so same, easier, same yeah. question. So what's your
3: guilty pleasure? Yeah. Um. So pretty much, yeah, I pretty much... Kim's thinking about like everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, everything. Like, like, I mean, I, I don't... One. I eat it all, you Anything know, like, that has anything calories. That's, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah I, okay, so pop, like, you like you macaroni
0: know? and cheese or um, pizza Fast food.
3: Okay, everything. Okay, I would say probably... Really, um, gummy worms are just gummy uh, worms. yeah, with like the sugar yeah, on it. Yeah, oh, I'll true. tear them up. Yeah, yeah, like the sour, like, like yeah. Sour? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well,
0: that's that's the whole point of the question. Just kind of you know. Yeah. Have some yeah. fun with it. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, next question is: If you're stranded on an island, what three 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 things must you have? Josh, you go first. i I'm Fire fire island. question. What
3: three things? Whoa. What do I need? Um need shoot, that is that is a good one. Um, what three things do I mean. So I gotta need. think about this. I guess Kim would be one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah finally. That would be cool. Um, definitely food. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that can I have that? Sure okay. you can have. it. Um, um Kim food. Hmm, maybe gummy worms. Gummy worms?
0: Because gum- <laughs> we're not putting gummy worms in the category of food.
3: Well, that, no, that's, yeah. a, that's a separate thing. So separate thing.
2: from, okay, so you're okay.
3: Yeah. All right,
0: Kim, you.
2: Um, Let me see. Juicy, kiwi, and chocolate. The
1: who you, don't even the get, kiwi? you don't even take Josh? Well, he took me. <laughs> you so. took the dog? So he, took he took me. He took me, so
2: doesn't that, like, can I like Ew. not use him as no, mine? No, because I got it taken works. with him?
1: That is not how it works. Oh,
2: well. Damn, okay, well, I'll, like <laughs> I'll substitute the chocolate for Josh, and I'll find some chocolate on the side. You don't have a, a
1: favorite dog?
2: No, I have to take both of them. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: okay,
0: so uh, Juicy and Kiwi are the name of your Yeah, your Juicy
2: and Kiwi are the name of my dogs.
0: I right? thought you were talking about candy. <laughs> <kidding>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope, I was, the dogs. I like,
1: knows no, the, the I would right. have to
2: have them there with, with me.
1: Right. So sure. um, you. when you were growing up, like when you were a young child before you entered high school, what were your dreams like? What was the thing you dreamed about being? <clears throat> a singer.
3: Yeah, I. have uh, Oh, you wanted to be I a was, singer too? No, I was, I, was <laughs> I was confirming your dream. Um, I think I wanted to. I, w- I wanted to be uh, like an NFL player or something like that. An NFL player, yeah, yeah. football player.
1: So then, how, as you grew up, wh- what made you decide that you wanted to transition into being, you know? A personal trainer A fitness guru Like a health style a, a health and fitness person And, and yeah. you know a, Living a healthy uh-huh. lifestyle And encouraging others
3: Yeah Well for me Because in the
1: world that we live in That's kind of a big decision yeah. I feel like it's really it hard is. to do It's really hard to do Stay consistent And you know Diets are something that we all do People lose weight Gain weight Get into the gym Get out of the gym How, how You know What made you want to Stick with that and have it be your main thing in life.
3: Yeah. Um, what. Well, um, so pretty much, I think my goal never changed up until... Um, I guess being an like athlete. Like, late college. Yeah, was, yeah, I was pretty much an athlete my whole, my whole life. So I've always been around fitness. You know, during early high school, late middle school, that's when I really got focused with it. And I wanted to just be the best, learn ever, as much as I can. Um, and pretty much leading up to... Um, college where when I went to University of Central Florida, I, um, I walked on to the football team and that year kind of leading up to it was probably like the most workout or the, the most knowledge and work that I've put in ever, you know, because it was really just like tunnel vision. I wanted to do it. Um, and pretty much the first year I walked on, I had to, I had an injury and I had a torn labrum. So they told me I couldn't play. So I had to do it again. I had to, you know, work put all that work back in to recover and then be ready again to try out. Then the second year, they told me that um, my eligibility ran out. So it was two. What does that mean? That means so when you when you um so here's one thing for Division One sports, uh, which is you know kind of like the top level collegiate sports. They have rules in place, um, and pretty much I didn't understand the rule. They have a five year rule, so that means whenever you starts. Um, Whenever you start college full time, your five year clock starts. And I didn't I wasn't aware that it started yet. You know, Um, so, you know, that's pretty much what happened. You know, during my my second tryout, I was with the team for a couple months and they told me, hey, you know, your eligibility ran out. You can't um, play anymore. You know you can be well, on the team your, if you want your, to, but your you can't time play clock
2: anymore. starts the minute you become a full time college student.
3: Yeah, and mm. my first year of college, I, I was a full time student, and um. So
2: if he would have started
1: part time his first yeah. year, he would have been okay.
3: I'd have been all right. Yep. But during so that I guess, process, uh, doing
1: what you're doing is a good yeah. way to pivot. Like look at the situation and say, well, you know. I guess I can't be an athlete. So let's see what what I can yeah,
3: do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, during that process too, we both were going to school for physical therapy. So we wanted to be doctors of physical therapy. And um so I kind of literally the last year, a uh, senior year, I decided to switch paths because um number one, I didn't I, I I honestly didn't want to be a, a a professional player um football player anymore because when I got on the team you know, I realized it wasn't fun anymore. Like, it was not fun. It's It's so serious. It's like, yeah, it's so serious. It's like, you know, and I was injured the whole time. So it was just like, eh, you know. It's like
1: a running joke between Kim and I that I'm just like obsessed with watching like, Instagrams of, like, yeah. NFL players, like, and getting hype over their and workouts. And she'll send me,
2: like, their videos, like, every other, every other week I'll get a new video. Yeah.
1: But it's, like, so intense, and it's, like, another level that we don't even know about. Like, I think that I'm fit, and I go to the gym, you know, a lot, but they're, like, all day, all day, all day, every day, and then just doing all these, like, crazy things yeah. to recover, like, all these, you know, treatments and these expensive ice baths, cryogenic, bullshit that do <laughs> to yeah, get their bodies to come back around but yeah it's a lot
3: it's just another level yeah not even that it's just like it's it's more of, it's a business it's not Yeah, you know like there's I literally had to go through I had to wake up at 5am five, 5 and then you know I wasn't done until like 1pm so we went through like 5 meetings practice you know like it was just so much you know and, and then we all eat and exercise
1: because it's what we want to do but when you're an athlete it's what you have to do. Like yeah. at the end of the week, you have to weigh in and you have to keep your body fat and your muscle at a certain place to perform and, or I guess you get cut or you get fired, I guess. Yeah. I mean,
3: yeah, yeah, it's it's tough, fire, so, yeah. Is it fun. no, <laughs> but no, just to like finish that <laughs> is pretty much our, our senior year, we kind of were looking at different paths and we pretty much were already ready to do, um, to go into a graduate program and we were like, you so know, what do
2: you guys both have a degree in? our bachelor's degree in health science.
3: Yeah, bachelor's in health science.
0: So you and started university knowing that you were going to get like do some kind of fitness. Yeah. In your, yeah. In your life.
2: Physical therapy specifically. We actually started training when we were in our undergrad. Mm-hmm. And right around the time when we were getting ready to graduate with our bachelor's degree, we kind of had to make that decision where our transition period into getting into a DPT program and that's where when we were like, "You know what? Like we really like this. We really like the training. Let's try and take this on full throttle and see where it takes us.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we knew we could get to the we could we could get to that level of knowledge and um, impact without going six figures in debt,
1: you yeah. know, going into yeah, that a school program. So
3: that was kinda why we did it. And uh, we wanted to create a business and we wanted to create something that could really change people's lives and they could get it we could get excited about doing it, you know. Um and that's kind of what the steps we're making now.
1: So you guys are from Orlando originally? Daytona like, Beach. Daytona yeah. Beach. Well, Josh was from What about what about D-land?
2: That's where my sister lives.
1: Okay. Yeah. I thought Are you being D-land? funny with the D? Yes. You're being funny. funny? Yes. I thought you were. D-land. I little, knew she was doing that on purpose. Just perfect. a little like Florida Central Florida like humor. You know, everyone thinks it's like Deland like Deland but She's telling me that, it, Kim's telling me that it's D-Land. It is D-Land. <laughs> land? See,
2: listen, everyone used to make fun of me whenever I said D-Land. They're like, what's D-Land? You mean D-Land? And I'm like, no, D-Land. Come to find out, the natives of d lands actually pronounce it D-Land, and everyone else pronounces it D-Land. I didn't know because that. Because it used to be spelled um, D-E-Dash-Land. Oh, okay. And then they took the dash away and made it.
1: The there is the what's the land. History lesson.
0: There you go. Today. Yeah. That. So I'm laughing at everyone that <laughs>, laughs at me. Josh, you're from you're from Central Florida as well,
3: then? Um, I'm from everywhere, man. Honestly, I I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And then, yeah, and I moved when I was three. I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma. <gasps> okay. You he did looked, not. Yeah.
1: That's where the loves of my life are from. <laughs> Hanson. Oh, oh, my God. How long did you live in Tulsa?
3: <laughs> like eight years. Oh, my yeah, God. See? Nine years. That's yeah. why we were brought together.
2: <laughs> Wait, let me, t- let me mention something oh real quick now that she mentioned the Hansons. So there's sometimes whenever me and Stephanie go train in a certain area, there's these two guys that are Ooh. over there that Ooh. remind her of the oh handset. I just found out yesterday. <laughs> they're that, gay? No, that they're 15. <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> That's For my I well So I
2: was with Josh, and I was like, oh. Stephanie's boyfriend. and Josh was like, "What?" And I was it's like not look
1: yes. fifteen. And yeah,
2: he was like, the, "One of his clients who was what 16? Yeah, he was like, "That's his <laughs> friend. They're in high school." <laughs> I'm like, "No, there's no way."
1: That sounds like Stephanie. I've always had a taste for the younger men. <laughs> and I'm
2: like, "Oh my god, I gotta tell her uh, now." She can't so now you're at not me. gonna let no me way. look at them? No, no, gonna no, look, no, no, look at no, no, them
3: anymore? Yeah. No. That's funny.
2: Oh, uh, no. sorry, but okay, Milwaukee, um, Oklahoma.
3: Yeah, and then pretty much. Um, when I was, I think, 13, I moved to Daytona Beach and then... That's where um, you met Kim? Yeah, I met Kim when I was a junior. Yep, high school. High, school, right. sweethearts. So high school sweethearts. High school sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. cool. So do you yeah.
1: think that you both, uh, wanted to be on the same path or you kind of like hit off of each other? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you end up on the exact same path?
2: Well, you know, it's funny, um, I told you earlier that I wanted to be a singer and it was kind of one of those goals where... Like, I felt like it wasn't attainable, like I wanted to be, take like a more safer route as far as like Mm -hmm. my career went, so of course, what do they tell us growing up, you know, go to school, get a job, and that's how the story goes, but um, growing up, I was always the skinny girl in school, you know, they used to call me Skin and Bones, they had all of these different nicknames for me. Um, and they didn't really realize how much it actually affected me as a person because now I, had, I felt like I had to live up to what society says I should look like. Like, I'm not supposed to be the skinny girl. I'm supposed to be curvy and have this certain build. And that's when I actually started my fitness journey in high school. I had ended up getting into weightlifting. And um, kind of from there, like, later on, like, I realized I was, I was searching or my goals weren't, I was going for the wrong goal. Because I was going for more, and I don't think there's anything wrong for, like, having an aesthetic goal, but I was doing it for all of the wrong reasons. And short after, I ended up getting, um, like, having a heart condition, Mm -hmm. and I was diagnosed with postural hypotension, which is a drop in blood pressure whenever you stand. And at that point, like, I just wanted a goal to be able to squat. Like, I just wanted to be able to squat without passing out. And that's just kind of when like my mind, like my my frame, my mind, yeah, just a light switch went on and I changed um, my mindset on why I was doing this. And I started doing it for the right reasons. And of course, the aesthetics came afterwards and I started putting on more muscle mass. But um, that's where I started my fitness journey. And then Josh originally, again, I think I changed my major like six times in college, but yeah. um, it got to a point where he originally was going after physical physical therapy, yeah. and then I was like, hmm, this sounds interesting, like maybe yeah. I should do physical therapy, <laughs> and um, then when he kind of started doing like the personal training, yeah. um, I was just like, you know what, let me, let me get into this because I know how it felt for me to get like when I first started on my journey, I want to be able to impact people the same way that I was able to be an impact on myself. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of how I got into it.
3: Yeah. That's cool. I think we're at a point, too. I remember when I was at um, <clears throat> Daytona State College, and you know, it was either me going to a university or me staying there in Daytona, <clears throat> and I knew I wanted to play football, so I had to persuade Kim to drop to change her major instead of business because like you can do business anytime like <laughs> business is nothing like once you get something where you actually can get something out that's of kinda it too that's kind of like the basic bitch major um, like, yeah if you don't know what else saying like business so we um yeah we kind of agreed to she was going to do train um physical therapy and then that's when we moved to orlando you know so i had to i had a little um Influence, influence definitely, and leverage because I needed. I didn't want to go there by myself to Orlando, so I was like, I need a roommate too. You make the
2: rent
1: cheaper.
3: I'm telling you, so I, so yeah. I
1: just always am asking her, like, how do you deal with him, like 24 seven, like all the time, yeah. at work at home.
0: That's like, true because you got you guys are together pretty much all the time. Yeah, yeah. we are. We are. He's
1: like yeah We are But you know honestly
2: Like even when And this is what
1: I've told And they're so good That's something I need To comment on That they're so good At the gym Like Being professional, like, not being, like, you know, they just look like they work together. They don't bring personal things. When they come into the gym, they don't bring personal things there. And it's
2: funny, like, if, like, Josh were to get, like, a new client to start with him or me, and then, like, later on, like, be like, oh, yeah, that's my fiancé. What? That's your (laughs) fiancé? Like, you guys don't even talk to each other. Like, what's going on? Um, But, I mean, you know, we we know we have a job to get done. Well,
3: that's probably the secret is keeping it. Yeah. Definitely, in. yeah. I think the secret with any relationship is obviously, and they the don't tread on each other. Like you know? if
1: we're working out in the same room, you know, he's never correcting my form or, or telling me something. It's just Kim, you know. Even though he might want to say something sometimes, maybe I don't know. Yeah. But what were you going
3: to say? Yeah. What were you going to say? Um, no, I was going to say that I think it's all about communication. I think that's why we've been together for a while, and while we work to while we work well together in a business setting. Uh, or work environment is because we just kind of know our boundaries and we um we know the expectations of of what we need to bring to the table for for our athletes and um you know any any interactions that we encounter um so that's we kind of keep those lines there you know and and know how to play them and josh you
0: proposed this year right Last year. Last, last year. last year last year already? Yeah. yeah. I think it was
1: I in know, October. Right? Yeah. October.
3: yeah. It was October. Yeah. Do you yep.
2: remember the date? I'm trying to remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last year, October yeah. at the Grand Canyon.
3: Yeah. yeah That's cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. a great place too. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it was a funny story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but pretty much like I knew I was gonna so we've been together for a long time. We've been mm-hmm. together almost what nine years yeah so um yeah i just you know i i never was like ready you know and i was like eh, one day you know I, she i think one she bit. got to a point where she was like i whatever yeah yeah you know, I, like, I don't yeah. know yeah something just happened and i just was like i just need to go ahead and do this you know just, just and, go ahead and, and i was do like no I, I should just do this now like before it gets too long and um yeah, and it gets Grand Canyon was the ten place. Years. I was like, Better let's do 20. it. Yeah, we, I got to do it before the 10 mark. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, he swore
2: was... I knew, but I had no idea because, like he said, like I think I just got numb to the idea of getting married because in my mind and my heart, like I know this is my soulmate. Right. Whether a... Uh, Ring you was on my finger, ring, yeah. a piece of paper, like, it just Aww. was what it was. Let me I can't get that back there, please.
0: I got the receipt in my wallet, yeah. you. That's yeah. awesome. So <clears throat> let's kind of switch a little bit more to, um, like, setting goals, like, for the people listening who aren't on that journey yet, you know, getting into fitness or starting that wellness journey can kind of seem
1: seems like a daunting daunting
0: task yeah so what do you think what advice would you give somebody who is just starting out like where take that first step what what in your recommendation and you guys both might have different answers to this question you might have the same but what would be the first step would it be okay you need to hit the gym you need to start walking whatever it be or or starting your food food Yeah. yeah what is what's your advice
3: Yeah. So I think the first thing you have to do, I think there's, there's three different things you have to do. And the first one is you have to get clarity on what fitness is to you. Right. So I think you have to literally on paper, put down what, you know, fitness is for you. Like, what does that mean to be fit? What does it mean, you know, to be healthy or whatever, whatever your goals may be, write them all down. I think you need to have that, You know the aesthetic goals where how you want to look you know also you need to have performance based goals where you know maybe you want to do a chin-up or maybe you want to do you know a mud run or something like that like yeah tentacles things that you can control yeah things things that that you can control things that you can actually work towards too things you can do things um, with um because i think um when you get them out of your head and get them on paper that's when they get a little bit more clear that's when they become real and um once you do that then you can create a road map to get there right and and then obviously that's where the difficult part can kind of come in because it's like okay i got all these things on paper now what do i do you know and i think the second step is um investing into yourself you know having a coach i think like for me and kim you know we um we've had mentors you know pretty much kind of all through our journey but right now We've invested into a business coach, and you know what we've learned in the past couple of months would have probably taken us, you know, a couple of years to, to figure to get, by right? Yourself. Like, yeah. you know, so I think if you can borrow someone's expertise and you can have that accountability, you know, it's going to strive you to be the best you. It's going to get you there faster and and more effective and safer as well. That's um, actually
0: I like that point. And it, when we were prepping for this, and we didn't talk about it today, but we talked about Stephanie and I talked about it a week or so ago when we were kind of prepping is you wanted to ask them do they have their own like trainers how do they see motive? so you kind of answered that in that business you know respect so on the um, fitness side the wellness side do you do you hold each other accountable or does somebody else hold you accountable how does that work for you and and maybe to a point where you're you're fine but like in my business we're always saying uh, that you should you know, always have a coach, yeah, you know, absolutely. to, to take to the next step,
1: and especially if you spend at- all your day doing stuff at the gym. I bet it would be easy to lose track, like, yeah, oh,
3: yeah, really easy. It is, you oh, know, that's you one of the misconceptions. On that's one of the misconceptions about trainers that they work out every day, and they, you know, they like it's tough, you know, it's tough when you're working people out all day to get yourself to work Motive out, it. it's yeah. one of the hardest things. And one thing that Kim was doing is is we noticed that she was kind of falling off off track of getting her workouts in. So we actually
2: I, I um, ended up finding myself putting everything into my clients and kind of losing myself in the process. And that's kinda of when I was like, Josh, like I'm gonna I need a coach. Yeah. And, she asked, need and she and she asked me to I do asked it him and, to
3: I coach like, and i was like you're not gonna listen to me and i was like i'll pay you i was <laughs> telling
2: him i was like because like You'll you know pay him with yeah what? with money or monetary i was okay. gonna like literally put it in so that way he can put me on his calendar for uh-huh. a slot and he was like you're not gonna listen to anything i have to tell you <laughs> but one of his mentors um like when we first started off mm-hmm. um i ended up reaching out to him he's in in downtown and He started coaching me, but then we had started having like scheduling conflicts because we have the same schedule for the most part. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a firm believer that even coaches need coaches. You
3: definitely need, you know, I think there's always someone who's going to know a little bit more than you, you know, and once you get to the point where you feel like you don't need to know anything else, it's just like, that's when you stop growing, you know, like, so you have to keep moving forward. You have to keep, you know, reaching up to, to stand on the, The shoulders of the giants, you know, because that's the only way you're going to move up and you have to invest into yourself. You have to look at education and, you know, coaching as an investment, not an expense, you know, and that's that's hard for a lot of people. That's hard for a lot of people to understand. And to be honest, it? it took me a while to understand it, too. You know, but I guess the real question is some people ask, how can how can I afford it? But the real question is, how can you not afford it? You know? Because, and like, even you're missing you, out on so much.
1: If it, like, literally is unattainable, there's so many, like, there's so many great resources to be had. Even even the, their Instagram is awesome. Like, it well, shows you every, on like, that different moves. Break, a little bit break on them that down.
0: note. A little bit on that note. So, you started with Kim private, just one-on-one,
1: correct? Uh We had about three sessions one-on-one. Yeah. And, and then, then I started, into... uh, once we had the basics down, she... We got to know each other and she taught me some verbiage as far as, you know, there's a lot of um, exercises and the names that go to them, they can be altered to do different things. So once you learn the basis of each exercise, you can alter it different ways. So that way, you know, you get a little acquainted with the So gym. what
0: I'm saying is, is that there's also group training, yeah. right? So group training is, am I right in saying that it could cut the cost? Like if somebody's worried about the So the, money?
2: the, the way that Stephanie first, initially she started in a semi-private training gotcha. um but i just have her one-on-one to start with just so i can make gotcha. sure she was comfortable okay. before i put her in that environment but basically with the semi-private training it does cut the cost in half as opposed to a one-on-one training sure. session
0: because yeah. i think maybe some people might not think about that so yeah. that's no, what yeah. that's <coughs> why i bring that's and i, I like that. it
1: because it's helped There's me a meet friends yeah. help me meet like yeah. people that are on the same page as me and it puts you in a good positive environment with other people that are willing to pay money yeah. to um be healthy. Okay,
3: yeah. so
0: you went through your first two, mm-hmm. what was your I think Yeah, so, so the
3: last one and then, and we're kind of like t- talking about it a little bit is um it's finding, you know, like so sometimes people get caught up in trying to figure out the best program or the best diet yeah. or the best coach yeah. or the best, you know, and they end up spending all this time and they End up doing nothing because there's so many things. There's so many it's options. Overwhelming. It's overwhelming, it and overwhelming, you, overwhelming. And you, and you get a concept called the process uh, analysis process by analysis. So you analyze so many things, yeah. and you end up doing nothing. You know, so I think this third step is literally doing something. You know, yeah. like and I think have getting on some type of program. And one thing that we have, one thing that we created on our website, aonfit.com, is we have a couple different. Programs a couple of different workout templates that you can actually use for free and just get started, you know um, Doing a little bit of something is better than doing nothing and you can actually go a long way With not knowing what you're doing too. sometimes, you know, but I think you know, you get to a point where You know, you want to be the best version of you and that's gonna be you know You gotta have some skin in the game. You gotta invest some money into it. You have to invest your time into it Um, but if that's not a possibility now you know, I think you have to do something, and I think that's a great resource to take advantage of um, and get you moving in the right direction.
2: I agree. I think slowly increasing your activity every single day, just having a goal to be 1% better than you were yesterday is going to move you in the right direction, yeah, you 100%. Can, you
0: can't jump in. For most people, you can't just, you know, cold turkey jump in. No, I think well, you, and have <laughs> build, you have to build there's, up. There's
2: so many people that come to us, too, and they're like, i want to work out seven days a week. I'm going to... That's how I was I'm when like, I met yeah, you. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, 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 hold up. Yeah. Slow your horses real quick. Like, you don't need all of that to right. start off, and you're just going to overwhelm yourself. Yes. So, yeah. Like, yeah just that's how I was
1: for a really long time. I think about a month or two ago, we had a, 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 a hard-to-hard conversation where I said to her, I feel like this is my second job. Like, literally, I go to yeah. work for eight hours, and then I come here every single day, and I'm exhausted. And that's when I kind of pulled back from the gym a little bit. And, you know, it's not helping me get towards my goal, but overall it's helping me. like yeah, mentally. it is.
3: I think, and I think mentally is where it starts, you know, um, you're never going to just be, keep dropping, keep getting strong. There's going to be periods where, you know, you stay stagnant, but I think progress is being able to, um, maintain the progress you've had, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you know, some people kind of beat themselves up, they've lost this weight and now they're kind of stuck but that's progress because you're able to now maintain this new weight this new body fat this new um this new version of yourself you know so i think you got to always find and the it positives. feels so great yeah yeah
1: oh it feels so great sometimes yeah. i just go like to the gym and i don't want to be there and i drag my ass there And I, like, just sit and look at myself in the mirror. Or send me a text (laughs) message. Or send you a text (laughs) message like, tired AF, I don't want to be here. Make me go. (laughs) But I always feel so good afterwards. Yeah, it's always the after effect.
2: And it's, like, the only thing that's going to really spark motivation is action. And that's why I tell everyone, like, how do I get motivated? Like, just do it. Mm -hmm. Like, literally just drag yourself there and just do it. And the minute you start moving, you're going to feel so motivated and you're not going to want to stop.
0: I think that's true. I think, like my mindset is always a little bit different coming out of the gym than going in. Yeah. You know, like, after, you know, day of work, whatever's going on, you know, going there and then coming out, it's always a little bit different, you know? So... He
1: had a few sessions with a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the celebration gym.
3: Yeah. And personal training is such a kind of... Um... The entry to... The level of entry or the ease to entry is so easy. I mean, you could take... Uh... A certification tomorrow and become a personal trainer you know and so personal trainers can have a bad rap mm-hmm. um, you know so I think finding a good trainer is you know it's just gonna do so much for you so um, that's a good
0: topic to talk about then so what do you look for like how do you know when you're shopping for a personal personal yeah. trainer how do you know Like, because some people advertise oh I'll come to you like I've seen people uh, I've been in an Uber ride before, and he's claiming he's a personal trainer, and he'll come here to the apartment yeah, complex and train me or looking whatever.
1: Before I found Cam, yeah. <laughs> so like people what, wanted to come Uber here. Your Uber driver's trainer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what do you look for uh, when you're looking for a personal trainer? What are you looking for? Yeah,
3: I think just to like touch on what you said, I think a really great trainer is all in on it. It's not, you know, like I mean, I, and I, I guess I can kind of backtrack on that a little bit, but. Um, I think a great trainer is all in with it, you know, like it's not just something that's for fun. It's not a hobby. It's actually a career. It's something that like they want to make a living from and, and they take seriously in their, professional. in their personal life
1: as well. Yeah, not yeah. Just it's like
3: they, they live by what they're speaking as well. Um, a couple more things that creates a great trainer is I think that they are not necessarily a dictator, but more of. A problem solver, you know, yeah. someone who actually is like a a tour guide, someone who <laughs> can look at the information that you're giving them, look at your struggles, and give you some different routes. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this route might be fast, but there might be a couple obstacles in the way. This route could be another option. All of these routes that take you to the goal. You have to choose which one you think you can stay consistent with. Yeah,
2: which one's going to work better for you?
3: Yeah, and I think, um, you know, trainers. You, a great trainer is going to always be investing. You know, they're always going to, they're going to always be investing in themselves. They're always going to be learning. They're always going to be growing. They're always going to be connecting with other great trainers. Um, and
0: so what kind of certifications, like, should I be asking them, okay, what certifications do you have? You know, that type of thing.
3: I would say, I would say the certifications.
2: Mm. I think a better question to ask a personal trainer is what. Like what have they invested in as far as their studies go? Like, are they mm-hmm. attending seminars? Um, do they have any uh, like outside of the normal, you know, certified personal training certification? If they have any other certifications outside of that, is going to be super important to see if they're investing in themselves to further their education. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as far one as, like, necessarily the
2: CBT certification. Like. Uh, that's like, that's a, that's a tricky yeah. one. to say. I mean, it's kind of like a high together. school
3: diploma almost, you know, like it's kind of like, eh, okay, you went to this IB school and you went to this school. Okay. Um, I think it's just the, the interaction. I think you have to, it's kind of hard to distinguish, you know, from the outside. I think you have to go in and, and kind of talk with them and not only like, you know, like you need to see the results too. Like, you know, what have they done? Um, you know, where, uh, who's, what types of lives have they changed? Um, and, <clears throat> you know, I think that's the, really the key. They have, You have to have that social proof of that you, you know, you know what you're doing. Um, but I don't really think the certification is too big of a concern. Um, they should be certified for sure. Um, but most, you know, honestly, like, since I've been training for like, you know, five years, I haven't had one person ask me what my certification yeah. was. <laughs> You know, so um, yeah.
1: when I met Kim, uh, she told me a little bit about your program at UCF, but uh, to me, I it was more about the verbiage, like the things that she would say so, when we worked out. Because I have some a, a knee issue, so she always is picking things that are not going to aggravate my knee. So just hearing the way she sets up my my workout, as far as like what we do. Uh, It all has, like, a method to it. So, that shows me that she's... that method to the madness. And here's
3: one thing that is just really a pet peeve of mine. I think a great trainer has a plan.
1: Yeah.
3: Like, I would say, like, that's probably, like, one of the most important things. Have a plan. Um, You probably... 90% of the trainers that, you know, you'll see um, in the gym setting or, or wherever it may be is literally just going off the dome and they, yeah. Oh, yeah. let's do that one, uh, let's, uh, let's do that go grab one, that. Like, you know, then so I think no bells, yeah. when you, can, if you can ask your trainer, hey, what's our plan for the next three months, what's our plan for the next six months, and you know, why is this, and why do you think we should do this over this, you know, I think that's, that's something that will challenge your trainer to articulate yeah. the and methods Stephanie that they're using, the and it makes, it makes a trainer better too, because so they should be able to tell you why, this dead
2: bug, that
3: they should be able to tell you. Because I be
1: watching too many YouTube videos yeah. and Instagram yeah. things. <laughs> yep. No, I
2: definitely ask questions. I think they, and, a plan. and I think you you can kind of tell when someone's giving you fluff, right? For mm-hmm. the most part. Um, but a great trainer is also one that'll be like, you know what? I don't have that answer for you, but I'm gonna find it for you instead right. of just giving you whatever answer right. sounds like it could be right. Right. And I think that's super important as well.
3: Yeah, and it all comes at different um layers, right? Like you know, because there's some some people that could be great trainers and they're just getting started you know but they're willing to um learn they're willing to put in the work um
1: i always think that like you guys are so young and i always see (coughs) you have a lot of clients that are like 50 plus and i'm like that's awesome that they like trust trust you guys you know they're they're willing to trust someone younger than them to say like you have the knowledge and you know to lead me in the right direction
3: it, yeah, that is amazing. It really is. And sometimes I think about that, you know, but I think we are experts at our own thing um, because most of our clients are really successful too. You know, if you're able to pay, you know, $300, 400 500 $600 yeah. a month, like you're obviously doing something good, yeah. you know, or something well. And I think we all can learn from each other. Um, you know, you're going to be good at what you put your time into, you know, and I think that's kind of, you know, and I think a very intelligent person understands that. You know, and they know that, hey, look, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to read about it. Like, just tell me what I need to do. Explain to me why I need to do it. You know, show me how I can stay consistent with this and sustain it, and then I'll do it. You know, same reason, like, you know, we're we're doing, like, business coaching stuff like that. It's like, yo, we don't know. You know, like, we're willing to put in the work to learn, but, like, can you help us learn faster? You know, like, can you help us get there faster? Um, And that's really the the key for us. Um, And just, like, I guess... You know, progressing with that.
0: Cool. Yeah.
3: So, let's talk about food prep,
0: which I think for me is a big part and of of my wellness journey and maintaining weight and losing weight is is food prep. Because if you don't have that in place for you know your busy life,
2: then you're gonna. I think you're gonna.
0: You're. Gonna yeah, fail. What do they
1: say? If you don't plan to succeed, you plan to fail or something Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think one of the the biggest things with food prepping is people it can sound really complicated like food prep like what do I do how Mm -hmm. do I do this and sometimes we overcomplicate the process and we end up not doing it at all when really like there's three steps that I think you should follow is um, first cooking frequency is going to be number one like figure out a day that Mm -hmm. you're going to prep your meals whether that be two times a week once a week but schedule that in your schedule based on your work schedule, school schedule, whatever you have going on. And that's going to be like your first step to understanding like, okay, this is the day that I'm going to dedicate to food prepping. And then literally just choose two protein options, two carb options, two veggie options, and then maybe two healthy snacks. And then all you do is cook your food the same way you would cook it. Like if you were cooking every single night, you're just cooking it in a bulk and then just packing it away in Tupperware. Like it's really that simple. Yeah. It's yeah. that simple. And, um, I think, you know, being proactive is, uh, much better than being reactive. Cause if yes. you don't have those foods, like ready for you to just eat, like you're going to end up on you your way home, you're going gonna to just the stop or at or Chick-fil-a and McDonald's yeah, or whatever exactly. it is, because you have had this long day at work, you don't have the energy to come home and cook. So what are you going to end up doing? Well, you know what? I really don't feel like cooking. Let me just grab something yeah. as opposed to already having it prepared for you at home. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times too is um many people look at like these um athletes or people who have just you know your dream body or whatever it is um and they think like damn they have so much willpower they Those like, people have they're chefs. So, focused, so focused like dude <laughs> <Yeah>. like they <laughs>
2: Stephanie tell
3: it. You they look, have that like their environment is I always so said that. I was t- like why is Rob <laughs> Kardashian still fat?
1: He has endless amounts of he could have anything he wanted. A personal yeah. trainer 24/7, a chef 24/7. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but hey, that's that's like the the
2: exterior though, right? Because you know, that's what society says. Society says he's fat when yeah. I mean, he probably. You know, is honestly, healthy, I think
3: know? that um I guess starting off, I used to kind of look at people and be like, "Man, why don't why don't you like you know lose some weight or why don't you do this? Why are you eating that?" You know, I think that um, I got to a point now, just talking with a lot of people and working with a lot of people, where you know, like what I want for you is not it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. it's about what you want from yourself. You know, so if you're okay, if you're happy, if you're like loving life. Like, yeah. who am I to tell you, like, no, you need to stop having fun, and you need to do this. You need to come to the gym. And, um, you know, so whenever you're, like, you making your mind, like, yo, I'm ready to see some changes. Yep. I'm I'm tired of this. You have to you be know, ready. Then you'll do it, you know. But I don't think nobody can get you there. I think you have to just decide that this is yeah. something you want. And if you don't want it, that's fine. You know, like, that's perfectly fine. So, when you know, I, I, and I think you have to... Be real with yourself about that. I think and I, and I think
2: there's no true image to what healthy looks like, right? Like, you can see someone, you know, small, slim, and then someone that's, like, the same height as them, 60 pounds up, and that 60-pound-up person can outrun that small person. Mm-hmm. So there's no real image of what healthy should look like. Like, you know what a healthier you is. Like, I remember, like, when I was – Skinny, Of course, I was 80 pounds soaking wet. Like, I remember people used to tell me, like, I just want to feed you. I just want, like, I'm eating. Like, don't tell me you want to <laughs> feed me. I'm eating. Yeah,
3: but right. it's like, you know, you have no.
2: I didn't feel healthy. I didn't. But you have no right to tell me how I'm supposed to look. Right. You know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think it's just being the best version of you. You yeah. know what I mean? Just finding that out. And it takes some time, but you got to be willing. You got to want it. And you got to obviously, you know, just invest your time, money, energy into it to figure out how to get there.
1: So you guys have been doing with your clients like these um, warrior dash, like mud run type events. Uh, and where
2: Stephanie's going to the next one? Uh,
1: she,
2: I, can, I think she I can is, be a cheerleader. She is. She's gonna like do it. I really
1: want to do it, but I just don't want to bust my knee, man.
2: You walk around certain obstacles. Well, anyways, the mud runs. So where are these at? These are like near Orlando. Yeah, they're in Central Florida for the most part. Yeah. So what they're is not the next one? Home. The next one is gonna be in November. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be the Savage Race, which is one of the harder ones. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are um,
3: get ready.
1: But we
2: love, like, we truly, truly love doing these races with our clients because it's it's just like a way to empower yourself. Like, work. And that's really something.
1: why I want to do it because I want to be part of your group well, no, and I want to like do, it, do the fun workouts right? that you guys do and take a picture like and, yeah. and oh, matching yeah. t-shirt well and like
2: our, our clients they like they'll see all of the obstacle courses online and they're like I want to get past that one yeah. I want to make sure I, I do yeah. that one and like one of our one of our athletes he um he was never able to pull himself out of a pool before like he could not he didn't have the strength to just pull himself out of the pool and there was an obstacle at one of the first races that we did where you had to swim through the lake and there was like a floating platform mm-hmm. on the lake get yourself and up on it. Like, he had, like, that flashback, like, am I going to be able to pull myself up over this thing? And mm-hmm. he was able to do it, and it was a really emotional moment for him. And I think, I mean, I think that's, like, the beauty of it is, like, just feeling empowered. Like, I wasn't yeah. able to do this. And that's look awesome. at me. And I Stephanie has... And some... I,
1: you know, anyone that knows me now for a while knows that I would never, ever do anything like that. But I think this is part of my new, like, now that I'm into fitness and into this, it's... It, I think it would be the cherry on top of what I've been working so hard at. But you got guns Just to now. try. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Uh-huh. She does. But, um.
2: Well, and, and that's like what, there was one, there's this one exercise called a uh, bear hold, which works you up to a bear crawl. <laughs> and when I first had Stephanie do it, I think you were able to hold it for like five seconds. Maybe yeah, if even that, if and that. she gets so frustrated, and she's like, "I don't want to do this," and I'm like, "It's okay, let's just keep trying." <laughs> and now, like, she's doing laps around the room, doing bear crawls, like it's nothing.
1: With a With sled, attached a sled. To me.
2: she's even pulled a sled of <laughs> weight wow. doing her bear crawls. Shoot. And I mean, I think it's, I think it's, that's the beauty in it.
3: Yeah, I think that's what life's about, right? Being able to do things you think you thought you couldn't do. You know, like I think there's no limitations on what you can do. Um, it all it's, it's just you know only thing stopping you is is just the story or the thoughts the limitations that you have created for yourself um so that's a, that's one of the like the best things about what we do is being able to see that and being able to help um propel that you know so that's 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 and that's really the big thing with like we didn't even create we didn't create start the, yeah, the we races didn't start the nothing. Races. like it we was. just had people and you know like that's kind of what the community does when you when you put amazing people together things yeah. just organically happen and that's what happened and, and you know, we, we haven't we race, haven't done it we haven't we haven't like chosen a schedule no one like they're like all
2: right we're doing this one next all right we're
3: gonna do that one next and like
2: we literally just like we came across the finish line and everyone's on their phone like oh When's the next one? The, there's one in November coming up <laughs> and we're like all right yeah, let's do it's it
3: a, yeah it's such a fun and and amazing experience you know to be with some people who you know struggle with you sweat with you and it's not to say you don't have
2: to you know get over every single obstacle because some people weren't able to get over every single obstacle but to just challenge yourself in a way that you wouldn't
0: so you
3: can Mm. walk around yes you you
2: can can walk walk. around you can you can walk around as long as you
3: get to that finish line that's all that matters and
2: i think when we did the first one i think a lot of our athletes had the same concern that stephanie has Mm is like I'm gonna be left in the back, like I'm not gonna be able to do this, like what, like no, like there's no man left behind, like yeah. someone. i
1: have always yeah. had that fear because I've nope. always been like, no, always man. been the fat kid and always been the weak link in gym class. So, because I had asthma growing up, so I was always like in the back with my inhaler, like. <laughs> 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 so I just have fears about group activities like that. Yeah,
2: false evidence. Physical group activities. Real. That's what it is.
0: Well, I think that you know wellness for people who don't especially like later in life if you don't like grow up with wellness or that's not something you're interested in in the beginning i think that it can be intimidating yeah absolutely yeah. and so one of the things that i want to talk about to kind of wrap things up because we're going to plug your social media too is that i think that you're especially your instagram because everyone's really focused on instagram i think your instagram is extremely approachable and i have to give you guys kudos for that and i don't know if that's Like, I'm sure you've had conversations. Okay, how do we want to approach our Instagram and how do we want to grow our brand? Because honestly, you're like at the end of the day, you're growing a brand. And I think you're doing an amazing job growing your brand on Instagram. Thank you. Because I'm following you now for my personal account. Of course, Orlando Out of Context is following you as well. But I've been following you, man, for the past six weeks or so. And um, I don't consume every piece of content, but the content that I do is. I'm impressed with how approachable it is because we were talking earlier today is, you know, a lot of these, I don't follow any other personal trainer accounts, but I've, I've seen them and they're not approachable or they show uh, things that.
1: It's all m- these big buddy yeah, like 80 uh, pack uh, men, <laughs> like me. steroided <laughs> up. Surgeries and to their and that ass. that can be intimidating. And
0: that's not what... Pretending you, like yeah. they
1: got that all at the gym.
0: And that's yeah. not what uh, AOM uh, fit is at all, Mm-mm. which I give you guys kudos to making it extremely approachable and, you know, friendly. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about, like, what was your process with, okay, we're going to get into this Instagram. Was that part of your, like, business coach, you know, getting you into it or... Was that like a a conscious decision? Because even Stephanie said there was kind of, you guys seem to make a decision, okay, we're going to start building the social media up or pump Mm -hmm. up our social media.
2: I think we knew we wanted to touch more people outside of Orlando. Mm -hmm. um, And the only way for us to do that was via social media. Like there's millions of people that could benefit from the information that we're putting out there. But it's only two of us, right? Mm -hmm. So there's only, we can only get so far with as many people within our demographics. So I think that was like one of the big deciding factors. Like, you know what? Like, let's put this stuff out there. Let's share it to the world and whoever gets it, like, you know, I, I hope they like it. I right. hope they can benefit from it and Oh some my type gosh, I way. love the fart box
1: video. That's <laughs> my favorite one. You need to go look at that. Yeah. It's about yeah. strengthening I'm, your fart box. Yeah. For
3: us, we want we want our our clientele is people who are a little bit intimidated working out people who need it the most like you know they they want to do it but they're not sure how to they're not sure how to get started you know um it doesn't seem fun it seems dreadful or you know so we want to make it approachable we want to make it easy to get into we want to make it you know like your third place you know like the place that you want to go to you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like um third home third home right third place um
2: which is why yeah. we we've worked so hard to kind of build this community with everyone, um, which like Stephanie said, like she enjoys being in that semi-private setting because she's meeting other people that are on this same path with her, have the same goals. Like she's not in it alone. There's only so much I can show her and do for her, but to see other people that are doing it with you, it's it's yeah, you know, it's,
3: super it's cool. Yeah, and that that's our main goal is to um, empower people, you know, through enthusiasm and you know fun um excitement like you know i think we, we don't take ourselves that serious like we try to make this stuff fun you know because if you can do that um people want to do it you know yeah. people yeah. want to do it and Definitely. i think it's going to benefit their life like just we, take the science like, and why make it not fun. you know
0: mm-hmm. all right so go ahead and what is your uh, instagram account so
3: our instagram is i always get it wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> Fit. so instagram.com slash Fit. Um, and we do a lot of stuff on Facebook as well on our Facebook page and that is facebook.com slash AOM fitness um, And as far as like our programming and like, you know, the free content that we have So we have a couple free programs that you can do 30 day programs 10 workouts in 10 minutes and a few different resources that is gonna be on our website aomfit.com. one right,
0: Cool,
1: and if you guys live in Orlando, I mean and you're even having the inkling about wanting to do this just look them up. They're amazing. They're, they've are just become a big part of my life and I just I can't even say enough good things about these two. I mean, Aww, they don't it's me not cry, just, Steph. you know, like a business to them. You know, they really like, I've been struggling a lot the past couple months, like trying to figure out how to get my body to respond and do the things that I wanted to do. And I just know that Kim goes home and worries about it. Even when we're not together I know she's thinking about me and putting effort and thoughts into me and it just means the world so yeah. if you want that personal experience you know just go check out their website check out their youtube you're to kind of get a feel for their personalities and yeah just check them out because they're amazing awesome, awesome. well thanks nice. for joining us thanks guys. for coming thank you for it. having yeah. us our first
0: guests so awesome. yes. yeah well uh thanks everyone for listening we'll see you next time make sure you follow us on instagram at uh, Orlando out of context, and visit our website at orlandooutofcontext.com. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Let's see you.